Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, uh, Hold on. Whoops, that was bad. Didn't have my uh, browser muted. Uh, we have <laughs> Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. We have uh, some news about some video game adaptations. We have some exclusives with that. But before we get into that, obviously, like, there's, there's you know, stuff's been going on, but it's nothing, like, too huge. It's not, it's not like... It's, it's not huge. Uh, it doesn't, like, it isn't going to affect the entire industry or anything like that. No, but, it's not you know. like publicists and managers and agents and journalists have been, like, scrambling for the last couple of... Uh, hours or anything nothing like oh that. yeah no, it's it's not like your twitter feed isn't just completely overrun with promotion that they've been trying to cram into the last you know 10 hours or anything like that yeah, but no. in case you hadn't noticed maybe you hadn't picked up but the uh the the, the strike is over the strike is over. The gag has been removed. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so yes, SAG after did uh, uh, reach a tentative deal with the AMPTP yesterday at around about 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, and yeah, it's it's looking like it's going to be pretty good. We don't have very many details at all outside of SAG after's official statement, where they just kind of basically gave us a blanket idea of what is included in there, but it. It seems like it is probably a pretty good thing. And I mean, we get to get back to uh, having new movies coming out. So that's a good thing regardless. But uh, Maggie, how are you feeling about this? Because you are actually a SAG member. So this, it, it directly affects you. 
Yes, I cried a little bit last night when I, I checked my phone and I saw the, the news starting to disseminate. And then I was like cautiously optimistic. I was like, OK, it definitely seems like it's happening because we had like kind of a quote confirmation in some of the Hollywood Reporter article and stuff from SAG. But then at about 9 p.m., we got the official uh, email. All the membership got it. Um, it's still very vague. We don't know all the details yet. We don't have the contract. But I will say um, I was watching CNN this morning and Duncan Crabtree came on and was talking about. Uh, this deal and they did ask him if um, you know there was anything that had changed between that best and final offer and then what they approved last night uh, and it does sound like AI was a big part of things that changed between those two deals um, so that was kind of one of my biggest kind of hesitations and fears and worries uh, so it does sound like this is definitely a an improved version of that best and final offer um, and they're calling it historic so I'm feeling really positive about it but I do still obviously want to read it for myself I am looking forward to that once the national board approves and re, you know reviews it and then sends it to all of us um, but it is so nice to finally be able to unleash my drafts on the world of all of my opinions I have held inside of me for the last 118 days. I am a talker and being told <laughs> that I can't talk and I can't tweet and I just have to let my thoughts stew inside of my head has killed me. <laughs> yeah, I what I woke up this morning and I opened up Twitter because I was like, I knew that as soon as I opened up Twitter, it was just going to be just a wall of stuff. And immediately at the top of my timeline, there were like four tweets from you. Yeah. As soon as I woke up this morning, I was like, time to start unleashing things. It was like, it was like statements about like Andor and Ahsoka mm -hmm. and like all kinds of stuff. And oh, I was yeah. just like, Oppenheimer, Saltburn. I was like, I'm so ready to unleash my thoughts. She's just, she's dropping every Everything that she's been holding back for the last 118 days, which I mean, I can't blame you at all. Like that's that is uh, that it has been really difficult, mm -hmm. uh, exceptionally difficult. I know that, you know, we work in entertainment journalism, so there are there is like some carve outs for people like us as far as what is mm -hmm. acceptable and not. But still, it's it's a very fine line that we've had to walk and you even more so. Um, yeah. So, now I can even post all the cool stuff that I've been sent during the the strike. So many uh, movies and TV shows that still sent me stuff, and obviously I'm like, well, this is nice. I can't post that because so it's like that's promotions. So um, it's very exciting to be back on track and. Uh, be able to talk about stuff and it's also just so fun to see a lot of people who like their first projects came out during the strike or are getting ready to come out uh, and they're able to finally talk about it and share photos and it's just a really great time to see like the the excitement about our industry and and what you know collectively we've been able to endure for 118 days which is just insane yeah i know that i saw uh the weekend that five nights at freddy's came out uh, I saw a bunch of TikToks from like cast members who were just like, so there's this thing that I can't talk about that I really want to talk about, but just know that I'm like appreciative of this thing that I can't talk about. And like seeing Matthew Lillard very clearly like want to like want to get into it, but he just can't. So instead he starts plugging his whiskey or whatever yeah. it is that he has uh, like it just. It was humorous and at the same time also a little bit painful. Um, I fell for him. But now all of those people can start singing all about uh, all about that film and any other films that they have 
both past and present. So yeah. it's an exciting time for everyone. It's an exciting time for us because our, our job is going to return to normal. Yeah. Um, we're in a very unique position where this strike has actively affected our day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, so I am so stoked to be back into it. We can get some cool, uh, we can get some cool interviews in the pipeline. Also that coffee mug threw me off for a second. <laughs> 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 I like had to read it and my brain like short circuited. Um, but yeah, so SAG strike, it is actually it technically, if you want to get technical, it's not necessarily over. It's suspended because it's not actually like over, over until everything is ratified. Yeah. But that's pretty much like, it's usually a foregone conclusion and the actual like strike portion is over. So we can be talking and everything like that. But it's just like, if you want to get into like the legal wording of everything, you could yeah. be super nitpicky. But the important thing is, is that we're getting back to some sense of normalcy as much like as things are normal these yeah. days. And, and right all. in time for the holidays. So like they're going to start filming and then immediately they have a Thanksgiving holiday and then they'll film a couple more days. And then, you know, we've got Christmas and then everyone will come back mid January. Uh, so it couldn't have been in kind of a, a better time because now people can go into the holidays knowing that they have gainful employment again. And like, I have to, I obviously have to say that like, this doesn't just affect the Screen Actors Guild. This is like the entirety of IOTSE. This is all of the other guilds. And I'm hoping that our contract is something that protects not only us, but everyone, because something that a lot of people neglect it in like the conversations around both strikes is that if you lose actors, if actors are replaced by AI, you lose every department that interacts with the actors. You're losing the the transpo guys that drive you to and from set. You're losing all of the, you know, HMU people who work in our hair and makeup. You're losing so many costumers. You're losing lighting because if you're doing stuff in AI, you may be using digital sets. You're losing the set department. You're losing props. You're losing crafty. You're losing like PAs that will never get enough credits to move up to becoming directors. Um, and so it really has a lot of, um, you know, a weight and danger for, you know, what the industry could have become because a lot of people start at those lower levels in all of those departments and then move up to become, you know, Oscar nominated, Oscar winning, um, you know, people for each of those departments. So, I mean, this was, you know, a turning point for the entire industry, not just for actors and certainly not for just A-listers. I'm certainly not an A-list person. And, you know, if I ever go back to acting, I want to make sure that I have those protections in place that, you know, we fought for. Oh, come on, Maggie. We know that you are the true star of One Woman 1984. <laughs> oh, yes. We can finally re- remind people that, yes, I worked on Wonder Woman 1984, everyone's favorite superhero movie. <laughs> they really should have. They really should have titled that movie Girl Running in the Background 1984. Yes, the Blonde Blur. Yeah, that's what that movie, because we all know that that is the true plot, is what yes, is happening actually. with her. Why is this girl <laughs> in the background of every shot? <laughs> But yes, it is uh, it is incredibly a, a potentially monumental moment in history. Obviously, we can't we can't speak to how much of an impact this is going to have because it's literally still happening. So, like, yeah, you know, we don't have hindsight or any sort of historical context for it. But it is something that knowing what I know about how production works, it is going to affect every level of this industry for years to come and it is worth noting that uh next year there are a few other guilds who are coming up for their contract renegotiations so 
while they aren't necessarily as big as SAG after WGA, uh, they are still important parts of the process. You have, like, I believe the Animation Guild. Mm-hmm. And you also and, have people like the F- uh, VFX workers who yeah. unionize. Um, and, you know, as I think a lot of actors have been, you know, posting on social me- media, it's it's one union. So it's one you. It's, you know, we're all united and stronger together. Yeah, because I believe SAG actually uh, in their statement, they specifically said thank you to all of the other guilds who uh, who supported us during this. When you guys need us, we'll be there. Yep. Um, which as as you pointed out, everybody's job affects everybody else. So it is important for everyone to stand together like that. Absolutely. So. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But moving away from strike news, uh, we can talk about a movie that now the main cast can (laughs) talk about. (laughs) <laughs> Which is nice because yesterday we got a trailer for uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. And I thought the timing was brilliant because they released this trailer and then literally that same day the strike is over. So, like, all of those cast members and everyone involved don't have to really hold off on talking about it. They had to hold off for, like, 12 hours. Like, that was all that they had that to super do. easy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we got this trailer. It uh, it actually it looks really really intense it looks really actually. good i'm really like, excited it, i i love ghostbusters afterlife Me like too. a lot um ghostbusters 2016 eh, not so much um i just i i yeah yeah we aren't gonna get into that but uh so a follow-up to afterlife i we kind of like we've known it's been coming for quite oh, yeah. a while so like you know but still I was super excited to see it, super excited to see the cast, super excited to see the characters and where they're kind of continuing. Stoked to see them back in New York at the actual, uh, the station. And as I said, it looks intense. It looks like it's a little bit more serious than Ghostbusters has been because they're like facing a like world ending event, like even more so than some of the previous ones, like the world is freezing and people are just dying. Uh, It looks, it looks crazy. It looks looks crazy. Are you, are you excited at all for this? You, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I love the ghostbusters. It's been one of my favorite franchises for basically as long as I've been alive. Um, And I loved afterlife so much. I got to see that at New York comic-con when they did that surprise screening uh, and Jason was there and some of the cast and that was really fun. Um, And that was just a great experience too, to be in like this hall full of fans that were just so excited to see it and see all of those like surprises and twists and turns. And uh, I was happy that they were really quick to confirm that they were going to do a follow-up because they obviously set it up to do a follow-up and it just feels like the original Ghostbusters in such a fun, you know, great way. Uh, and the young cast is great. And also like Paul Rudd. I mean, of course I'm going to watch Paul Rudd. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. When I learned that they were moving 
the series to back to New York, I was a little nervous that Paul Rudd wasn't going to come with because his character, you know, being a, like a, a teacher in that small town, I kind of half expected him to like stay there and it'd be like, oh, well, the kids, you know, are there, but not necessarily him. But no, he's there, which is, yeah. which is fantastic. I I'm know. assuming that I'm going to assume that his relationship with the mother has, yes. uh, yeah. progressed enough that him moving with them kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Do they get married or they just, you know, decided to, to, you know, move in together and then move across the country? Like, I want to know. Yeah, there's there's a lot to this, but I will say there I have seen some fan concerns on Twitter about this. And it they're the concerns that come up every time there's a uh sequel to a legacy property where a lot of people are worried that it's going to like retread a little bit too much on previous projects. I saw a lot of people saying like, Oh, you know, they're going to hold the old cast up. Excuse me. They're going to hold the old cast up as they like member this kind of thing and put a lot of weight on them. But it seems like based off the trailer that there's the emphasis is still on the kids. It's still on the Spangler family. Um, Well, that's what I liked about afterlife like obviously coming right off the heels of something like the rise of Skywalker. Oh yes. I can talk about these things more specifically now Uh, coming (laughs) off the things like the rise of Skywalker. I really appreciate it that even when they brought back some of like the original cast for afterlife, it didn't overshadow the kids. The kids still got to be the ones that saved the day. Uh, And so I'm not too afraid that they're going to ruin that kind of like legacy they've already set for themselves because it seems like the kids are the, the new ghostbusters. That being said, help. We do know that the uh, at least a few of the old cast members do have more prominent roles this time around. Uh, Last time, you know, something like Dan Aykroyd's appearance was uh, just barely a step above a cameo. Yeah. Um, He had like that scene where he was speaking on the phone with the kid. And then obviously at the end, they all showed up. Um, But this one, it very much seems like it's going to be like they're almost like training the kids, which is, I think, like, honestly, I'm excited for that just because that's like retreading a plot premise from a cartoon back during the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. I love cartoon so much. Yes. (laughs) Which I'm just like, hey, you know what? If you're going to if you're going to revisit something from the past of the franchise uh, and borrow it wholesale, it might as well be that. Yeah, so. you know, it was funny. Some of the fan reactions I saw yesterday were people saying that it seemed like it was still too much for kids. And I was like, you mean like the kids cartoon that we all watched growing up or like all of the kids toys that, you know, was spawned from that? Like, yeah, the original movies were like more of like a PG-13 pseudo adult story because there's obviously a lot of content that would not fly in modern times unfortunately um but it's still very much a story that's like for families not just adults yeah i grew up i grew up watching those things like my my brother watched the original ghostbusters so much when i was like an infant that he wore the tape out like that old days yeah you know, yes, because uh, so kids, a little bit of a history lesson. Back in the day, we used to store movies on these things called VHS tapes. They were effectively like a plastic shell around a magnetic tape. Be kind, uh, you put it into this device and it read it. It wasn't a disc. It wasn't like that thing. You know, it was it was a whole thing. They don't thing. even know it about was... discs. They just stream everything now. Some Gen Alpha streams everything at least gen z knows about discs because they you know physical media is not entirely dead yet yet and on that thrilling note (laughs) 
Anyways, video game adaptations. Uh, <laughs> moving on into our third topic for today, we have some exclusive information about Gears of War and Bioshock, which is pretty exciting. Uh, remember uh, in our episode, it was, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, uh, where we were talking about some exclusives that we got from an interview that Steve Weintraub did with Scott Stuber. Well, we have further information. As I said, we were going to be releasing stuff throughout the week. So here's some more for you. Uh, so yes, we have uh, the gears of war adaptation, which has been seven years in the making. That is nuts. Honestly, doesn't surprise me that it's taken that long, though, because Gears of War is an incredibly ambitious uh, story. So getting that off the ground, I totally understand it. Um, but the film has apparently tapped Dune writer John Spates. Spates? Spites? Yes. I've only ever seen his name written, so trying to say it out loud is something. He's penning the screenplay, uh, and he's working with Batista on it, which is great. I mean, he's not actively working with Batista, but Batista, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have a quote about this i'm just going to read this off uh i was a producer on when or excuse me uh gears of war i was a producer on it when i was a producer so to bring it in full circle has been great to me to get back together with the guys at microsoft so those are two really big ones i feel aspirationally there are huge audiences as you know that kind of medium they don't translate always and historically as an industry we've screwed it up quite a bit but both of those have really rich worlds have really good characters so they're naturally kind of transitions to screen and filmmaking uh he's referring to of course video game films in general um which yeah historically video game movies have not been super it's only been over the last few years we've talked about this in the past on previous episodes wow. uh how it's only been recently that video game movies have started being like legitimately good uh they've always kind of been good for a laugh but now they're starting to be like actual cinematic experiences that are worth watching and that quote was also referring to both bioshock and gears of war um because yes we are getting a bioshock adaptation uh we've known that for a while but we mm -hmm. th the big thing to know with this is that it is still at the screenwriting phase and it is in the works um maggie these are two properties that i would not be surprised if you weren't too super keen on uh I, you don't strike me as a gears of war girly no um, i'm not a gears of war girly and i think we talked about bioshock before where i'm like aware of it but not it's never been something that i played it kind of came out in that period of time where i stopped being a video game player um, but, you know, I maintain the same statement I've been consistent about when we've talked about the the plethora of video game adaptations in the works. You know, I'm excited for video gamers to get to enjoy their favorite stories in a different medium um, and, you know, see how they bring them, you know, into a different audience. Because, like, these are things I'll definitely watch. Like, I watched the Halo show. I'd never played Halo. I was aware of it. I watched it because it made me curious to know more about it. I've got um, opinions so, about that. Yeah, I know. Everybody <laughs> has opinions about it. As somebody who went in completely blind, I was like, oh, this is a decent show. It was fun, actually. Huge, huge, lifelong Halo fan. I've got opinions about I the bet. Halo show. Well, you know, hopefully we'll have an uh, opportunity to talk about that in the future as well once they uh, get to do their, their second season. Are uh, they doing a second season? Mm -hmm. I thought that they had scrapped that. No, I think they're still doing it. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so video game adaptations 
We've got a bunch of them coming. And one thing that we didn't get to talk about, some big news in the video game adaptation space that I'm just going to toss in here is kind of like a bonus topic. Here you go. You can have this. <laughs> uh, is the Legend of Zelda movie that yes. we that we have found out is in the works. We had been kind of hearing that it seemed like they wanted to do it. Uh, but just the actual official confirmation from Nintendo and a little bit of information about what's going to be going on with that. Uh, that is one that I could see a lot, a lot, probably a lot more people excited for than anything oh, yeah. else. I definitely think that broke the internet the other night when that news dropped. It definitely did. It was, it, it was very unfortunate that we, uh, did not speak of that. <laughs> but here we so are now. So Nintendo fans, here's your here's your information about that. Uh I will I will I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm not the biggest Legend of Zelda fan. I played through I played through several of them. I'm just I'm not a Nintendo guy. As as if the wall behind me doesn't surprise you. <laughs> I mean my switch my Switch collection is down there at the bottom. Like so you can you can see that I'm not necessarily the biggest Nintendo fan, but I am excited for those of you out there who are excited. Same. Uh, but with that, we're going to end today's show. Uh, that is everything that we have to talk about. But now I want to hear from you. Uh, what is your feelings about the end of the strike? Are you excited? Are you cautiously optimistic waiting to hear the actual terms of the deal before you celebrate uh be sure to let us know however you feel about it in either the comments underneath the video or you can find us on twitter or any of the other places that we are out there on the internet so jump over there and let us know also you may have noticed that i am a little bit of a little fuzzy wuzzy this month and i'm going to continue to be fuzzy wuzzy uh so <laughs> I think I've lost. I think I've broke Maggie. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> As you can see, I am also growing out my beard for for No Shave November. <laughs> I I feel a little inadequate next to you right now, Maggie. <laughs> but anyways, yes, No Shave November. Uh, I am partaking in it because I I care quite deeply about it. Uh, and about raising awareness for prostate cancer. So I'm going to uh, put a link beneath the VOD of this video uh, for the American Cancer Society. Jump over there, donate if you can. If you can't, just spread the word. Let's help rid the world of the scourge that is cancer uh, in all forms, not just prostate, but all all of them. Uh, so, yeah, this is a very personal thing for me, and I'm going to be squawking about it all month. So... Get ready to hear a lot about it. <laughs> but anyways, tomorrow is going to be, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's Perry and Maggie. It is. It's going to be Ladies Day. For the first time ever, we have Perry and Maggie together, and they're going to be talking about stuff. Uh, so you'll see Maggie tomorrow. You'll see me next week. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful weekend. And uh, until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.